It's the Off Good Prep Family Podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's episode 19 of the Off Good Prep Family Podcast. Today we're talking about prepping for inflation and food shortages. Yeah. Now, what did you just say about inflation, about giving in? We should all just give up. Right. And just get a second job and just keep paying and just buy the things we normally buy at the grocery store and just... Well, feminism was created to trick women into thinking that they needed to take power from their husbands and ultimately resolved resulted mm-hmm. in two-income households, and now you which is not a healthy a way to raise children. It. Now, we are a one-income household. Yes. We have fought for that, and we have paid. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have a boat. We don't, ha- we don't have a quad. We, don't, we do not. We choose to have a, uh, a cohesive household. Yes. Now, the thing about inflation is this. Yes, we should just all give in. However... The irony is if we all give in to inflation, it will collapse tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If we just spend, things will spiral out of control quicker than anybody can possibly imagine. I don't know about you, but I'm not going to be that person. That's how it works. But that's what the majority of people are doing right now. They're racking up credit card debt to mm-hmm. just buy groceries. Or, alternatively, and this is the more prudent option that would also work, mm-hmm. everybody just stop buying anything for even one day yeah if everybody stopped purchasing everything it would all come crumbling down and you'd have to work with your neighbor what about this hmm is inflation even really all that bad because i heard that the cpi the consumer price Price index index? Mm -hmm. uh they're only saying it's like 9.1 percent it's only 8.1 in canada it's not that bad right but everything's doubled uh, Literally everything we buy has doubled. So if what you're seeing on the news doesn't jive with what you're seeing in Ooh, real life. This was a weird one. Okay, so today I've got we've got this old SUV we're fixing up for our oldest son. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're doing the brakes, we're doing the struts, etc. And we realize one day it needs a new coat of paint. Mm-hmm. So I go looking for auto body paint and it's really expensive. <laughs> I'll give you the numbers in a moment. Okay. And I saw a forum mm-hmm. where in 2008 somebody posted that they were paying $200 in America for two gallons of paint plus the, I don't know, reducer, whatever, yeah. a part of it. And they asked, is this too much? And the comment was, oh my gosh, that is way too much. Where are you getting your paint from? The local auto, auto body store quoted me $180 for a pint. Yeah. A quart of paint. Yeah. What is that? 16 times inflation? Yeah. Are you making 16 times more today than you were in 2008? No, I'm pretty sure the wage, <laughs> if I were to go back to work, it has actually gone down. Yeah. So if you can, cons- if you consider that, what are we at? 20 times? 30 times? I don't even know. It's at 9%. No. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. We can go back into numbers, but first, I feel like we should talk about Thrive Life freeze-dried food because yeah, they're the first sponsor of today's episode, 
And we have Thrive Life freeze-dried food in our pantry. We do. That we pay less for than the fresh food that we can get at the grocery store right now. And when we started buying Thrive Life food 10 mm-hmm. years ago, we were paying quite a bit more. I felt like it was like, ooh, ouchie, I'm going to pay $12 for this number 10 can of strawberries. Mm. Or, ooh, that works up to 33 cents an egg if I buy this powdered egg. Yeah. Now... That would be a spectacular deal. Now, had you purchased or had we purchased enough Thrive Life food then... <laughs> we should have just bought... A, it would still be good. Yeah. And B, you can buy a lot more today and like yeah. it'll still... I'd have more powerful You're still making money. money. I would have more powerful yeah. money. It's American-made. It's non-GMO. It's picked at the peak of freshness and frozen within hours. It is. It's really great stuff. And it's not a bunch of like freeze-dried, MSG-filled, salty, weird like meals, backpacking. Astronaut food. Yeah, it's not astronaut food. It's just ingredients. So also, you waste less because you only use what you need. You do need water. You need water. That is the one hitch of the whole equation. It is properly freeze-dried it needs to be rehydrated you have to have clean water but it does so very well if you use our referral code on the friends and affiliates page you can get 15 percent off which is pretty epic right now if you visit offgridprepfamily.com forward slash friends there is a little linky dink right there for you for 15 percent off so you're welcome <laughs> going on to inflation can we talk about the cpi for a second uh sure i I'm going to be completely honest. I know a lot of stuff. I have no <laughs> idea what the consumer price index is. Okay. I feel like anytime I look at a piece of news, it's just all it's drivel. Just wrong now I know that that's intentional misdirection, yes. and I accept that. But I am in fact a moron. My husband on this topic. chooses to learn the basics, put his blinders on, and do what needs to be done, which I think is probably pretty wise right now. And then if there's something that I think he needs to know. We'll research it together, but otherwise, he just does what needs to be done. And I would advise Thanks, you babe. to do the same if you can. <laughs> I appreciate can, that. Uh, I appreciate that. Wean yourself a little bit off of the news and social media. It's not helping you anyway, and it's no. probably not true. I don't know. It, speaking from a man point of view, a manly point of view, I don't know. I guess I'm manly. I I have seven kids. <laughs> you chop the wood. Just, you do the just thing. shut it off. Almost nothing out there is good for you to put in your ears. Just shut it off. If it's bad enough that you notice it, then you can figure it out pretty quick. Really quickly, yes. For example, inflation. Mm. When the other day Canada admitted to an 8.1% inflation, and the USA has admitted to a 9.1% inflation, which, by the way, is a record high since 81. Mm -hmm. Anyone who was alive back then. I was alive. I was, I was not alive. No, you weren't. You're old. I am old. <laughs> Wrinkly, beard. Wise. <laughs> Dependable. Not yet. Canada's. Now I we're Canadian, so I'm just coming at you from Canada. Canada's CPI does not include the cost of buying a home or a condo. It also excludes fruits, vegetables, gasoline heating oil, natural gas, bus fare, taxis, tobacco, mortgage interest, and quote-unquote indirect taxes. What does it include? 
It's ridiculous garbage, like t-shirts and laptops. Oh, it's, I didn't know that. Yeah, and if something gets too high, like ground beef is too high, they kick ground beef off the list and they pick something else. So this is it. Clearly, I, as it's I said... complete and total propaganda. I had no idea what that was. And you and I both know that it's not 9.1. It's, it's like at least 100. At least 100%. It's at least 45 yeah. in a lot of places. Yeah, so interesting. And yet extremely uninteresting at the same time. Ooh. <laughs> Fascinating. I feel like I don't need to convince you of the fact that inflation's insane. No. I want to quote Bert Dolman in this. He's like uh, not terribly popular and very controversial, suppressed, he says, and I quote, the next few years will be not pleasant for the uninformed investors who practice a buy, hold, prey strategy. And frankly, that's what a lot of us have been doing because it's just worked out. Well, not us. Our parents kept all the money. But if you put your money in mutual funds, you're probably okay. That's not going to keep going, and it's probably going to be at least 10 or 12 years before that works out for you again, by which time you will have no money and you'll be eating cat food. Every time there's a market crash, it's because the top 1% decides to pull their money out. Yeah. They liquidate. A mutual fund is at the behest of whoever owns the fund. So stop it. Stop putting your money into... What we're Horrible seeing, people's hands. Or you're just not in control. Like, no. if we do have money, we give it to our teenage son who day trades it. Yeah. He puts it in the market when the market opens, and he pulls it out when the market closes. Yeah. It's not left up to chance. He usually only works Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. I think we'll probably have an episode about that later. But or for now, don't leave your money in the hands of people who have no interest in what is happening in your life. No, it's they all... They don't care. It's all a very sick system. What are they going to do? Shrug, send you an email, and go on their way. Yeah. We buy food. We buy fuel. Tangible assets. Yeah. Uh, rising labor costs, energy prices, interest mm-hmm. rates, shortages supply chain garbage but by, by labor I, I feel the need to interject here you mean slave labor at yeah. the lowest possible also, price point people who aren't who have been forced to find other ways of making income mm-hmm. either online or through using their talents in other ways and now everyone laments the fact that they won't go back to working for eight dollars an hour no why would you that's insane that's crazy and Putin. Don't forget Putin. We should all blame Putin. Poor it's Putin. It's such a tired narrative. I know. It's not his fault. It was tired. No. The whole thing. First of <laughs> all, the guy was an evil capitalist in a communist economy. Mm-hmm. Still is, I'm sure. I'm sure he's on a yacht laughing it's about this. It's not his bad. But Frankly, props to him for getting the job done. However. It's not his fault that 80% of the dollars that are in existence were printed between 2020 and 2021. That wasn't his call. Mm. It's not his fault. But I want to tell you that there is hope. For example, our investments in food and fuel, in solar and renewables, land, our food production, those are all giving us better returns right now 
than our day trading. And our son is a very skilled day trader. Our land, when we purchased our land, what was that, six years ago? Mm-hmm. We've, we've lived off the grid for a lot longer, but this particular, this particular place house. was six years ago. Our land has gone up tenfold. At least. In value. Our taxes no, have and gone this up isn't, a little. This isn't like mature real estate value like this yeah. doesn't even include having a home if we on were it. to sell it it probably went up a hundredfold but as far as tax value goes yeah it's increased by over 10 it has yeah which is insane it is insane and still i can buy land hmm. raw land where we are for pretty close to the same price that we paid for it as long as you can buy more than 10 acres at a time mm-hmm and you don't mind clearing some forest. Yeah, and those are, those are the stipulations for a and lot of places. And you need a forest to build and heat your house. Yeah. So the thing that you're looking for in off-grid land is not the same thing that a farmer with 15,000 acres is looking for. And that's where the deals are available mm, to be had. The foot soldier of the modern economy. <laughs> he does what he's told and he takes the government grants. And then he spends the rest of the day riding around in his tractor for no, <laughs> for gosh no darn reason. reason. Just burning Stop diesel. Stop burning diesel. It's double in price, you idiot. Diesel. So what we have here hmm. is too much money chasing too few goods. I like that. Right? It's yeah. not transitory, no matter who you believe. No. We have heard very credible predictions that if the Fed doesn't drastically increase interest rates mm -hmm. and rein this in quickly, we could be looking at a decade of inflation at the rate that we are now. Now, I should point out, we are Canadian, but we follow what the federal government of the United States yeah. of America does. Because we're just little puppy dogs. We're they, I was thinking that. I was going to say it, but you totally read my mind. It's we just are just pathetic. a puppy dog following... Yeah. We just get Frankly, sucked in overweight bulldog. to the draft of that semi-truck of the USA. Well, we're, we're, Canada is a, it's like a giant, that's what I'm looking for. Fledgling robin falling out of the nest. No, can, you know Canada is? like a giant money laundering operation. There's it is. not really anything actually here. There isn't here. a whole lot going on, but no. there's a lot of people from there's foreign countries. There's a lot of countries. stuff. Running, a lot of people from foreign countries running around doing stuff. Investing. quite clear. Making businesses that don't quite make sense and then leaving. Oh, yes. Inflation is, in my opinion, the worst kind of tax because it hits the people with the least amount of money the hardest. It does. Yeah, it's a magnitude thing, isn't because it? Because if you're on a budget and you're down to the last dollar and you're like, I'm going to do this Dave Ramsey thing and I'm going to like budget my everything and then suddenly... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Poor oh Fumor. my gosh, I remember the first time you showed me Dave Ramsey and you were excited because we were trying. We were yeah. just learning budgeting. And you had we a good had never, to be excited. Okay, we were adults and newly married in the like late 1990s early 2000s so frankly we had no clue well our parents didn't teach us anything but also there was money you had an oil field job mm, i never money. really had to work no no and so the stark reality of 2008 2009 was you need to get a jar and you need to put pennies in it and you need to like if if there's no money you're not gonna get gas but and at then the you're same like, time the stock market was exploding gas i'm not gonna get to work and then i'm gonna be broke and i spent twelve hundred dollars a week 
on gas because yeah. I work in the oil field. You just drive all the time. It's stupid. Sometimes you eat, but mostly you drive. Mostly you just drive <laughs> hundreds of kilometers. You drive and sweat and hope that you're not <laughs> inhaling too much H2S. So Dave Ramsey is I a mean, liar. It's he's a liar. It's a very niche market for people who have very very simple finances. Yeah, I know. I know. I sound yeah. severe, but yeah. he really is full of. Beans. Also, I can't imagine a place where a thousand dollar emergency fund is going to do you any good at all. What is that like a tank of gas now? Yeah, it's, it's not going to take nothing. care of your emergency. I have lightning strikes rumbling in my ear, which tells me that it's time to talk about an EMP Shield. Oh yes. Thank you, EMP Shield, for sponsoring this yes, season's episodes of the Off Grid Family. An EMP Shield is a magical little doohickey. Oh, it protects any device you plug into it from a electromagnetic pulse, a coronal mass ejection, and a lightning strike. You can have a unit for your car, your generator, your entire home. Use a code, the code we've come up with, OGPF, to get $50 off of any unit. That's huge because they're not really all They that start expensive. really cheap. When you consider what they're protecting, <laughs> yeah. it's a pretty small We price did that the other day. day. Our defreeze would cost us three, $4,000. Yeah. If we could source the food to replace. And if we could find a new defreeze. That too. That's a tricky, tricky yeah. business. Thank you, EMP Shield. Um, I guess we should just move on to the fact that your money in the bank is worth less every single day. It is. I didn't know this. I guess because I didn't have like a savings account in the 70s. But in the 70s and early 80s, if you had money in the bank, you were still earning a decent interest rate. Right. It hadn't occurred to me, but now we have such bad inflation that it's as bad or worse than the 80s, but you're also not making any money in your savings account. When was the last time the interest rate was above like 0.5%? It was at zero for like 14 years straight. And if you had decent credit, you could get zero percent interest on anything. Classical economics tells you that when the interest rate's low, it should cool the economy and slow all the problems but down. But that's that's not clearly not it. True. Um, the UK is starting to experience negative interest rates in high dollar savings. Right, accounts. I saw that. Inflation is basically the same thing anyway. So it's like, oh, that's outrageous. At least we don't have negative interest rates. If you have money in the bank, you currently have a negative interest savings account. Yeah. Sweden, Japan, Denmark, there was about six or seven countries who now have negative interest rates if you hold more than $10,000. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Just like six or 12 months ago, we were all saying they're going to require a you-know-what passport or you're not going to be able to travel. And everyone said, no, 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 that's a conspiracy theory that'll never happen. Now they're going to have negative interest rate savings accounts. You're welcome. You know what's interesting is the it, we had talked about the negative interest rates before the episode, mm -hmm. which was I really had to work to get my mind around that. But I, I understand yeah, the whole you concept. You give me now. 100 grand, yep. and then next year I'll give you 90. But and all you did be, was hold it in your savings you'll account. You'll be thankful for the opportunity. It's nuts. It's disgusting. But I realized that the result of this, the natural result, is that people, and honestly, we're encouraging this mm -hmm. out of pragmatism, 
is you're going to start panic buying, right? You're going to start buying yeah. everything that will s- sustain you. Not money, but things, but things you need. That also drives inflation. I, I hadn't really given this any thought, it but does. that will actually amplify it. Yeah. But so we're not, we're not exact. We're not trying to solve inflation <laughs> here. I'm just trying to solve it for one person. I guess I hadn't really. It hadn't occurred to for me the, the individual mechanisms. Because we don't want you to act in fear. No. Because that's when you make bad decisions. Keep focused. If you're wise and you make good decisions, then you're going to come out on top. Yeah. Um. Did you know that over 50% of the fuel in the USA goes to producing and transporting your food? That it is... It makes sense. I guess, You see I, those combines driving around for... They don't even stop. They, the, the driver hops out, the new one hops in. It doesn't even stop. No, it's not surprising when you think about it, but... Wow. Yeah. So, not fear, but we would like you to use this as an accelerator mm. and a mm-hmm. target... A way to hone in on what you're doing with your money. Um, I have two thought exercises for you. The first one we experienced the other day. And it was an odd situation. If I knew this was my last trip to the store, what would I grab? Oh yeah, that was a weird day. That was a weird day. That, that was the day that all of internet in Canada went down. And most of the debit, all of the debit cards, some of the credit cards. Not all the ATMs. Most of the ATMs. Most of the ATMs. A lot of cell phones. It looked like stuff was going down. Yeah. It happened at 4.30 a.m. And by 8.30 a.m. at the grocery store, people were starting to get a little oh. crazy. No, you know what was really creepy? Was that the grocery store had up these pre-made signs. They had that signs up. Not like we printed it off on the no. the HP in the back. It was no. pre-made signs. It was a glossy, big, full poster that sign. It said, uh, debit, ATM, and, and Interact is down Canada-wide, cash only. That was the thing that got me. Canada-wide? specific mm-hmm. and it was large pre-printed posters i've met the man- it was weird i've met the manager of that store they're not that on top of things no they're just tools but somebody the sent operation. them that sign many uh, of them it was weird like in advance so we were in the store which we aren't usually at the grocery store almost the never. grocery store is not somewhere where we go because we oh. have food like Honestly, yeah. big top up. We do it twice a year, mm-hmm. but we happened to be in town that morning. I think on we went there Friday. because there was a baby formula deal. There was a baby formula deal yeah, and flash and food. Okay, so this is our seventh baby, and it's our first time having to use baby formula. And of course, it's during a baby formula, formula shortage. shortage. So. I've been basically pregnant or nursing or both for 18 years, and this is the first time that it just hasn't worked. Really? You look really good. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> and so, of course, there's a formula shortage, and so we were sent these formula coupons in the mail, and I thought, oh, great, maybe we could get, of course, our baby needs a special kind of formula that's mm. really hard to get because he's a NICU baby, and... <laughs> 
Blah, blah, blah. He's super sensitive. Now, to be fair, he's a monster. <laughs> he's awesome. And he's super healthy and super happy. He is. But he's particular. But he is very particular. So we took these coupons thinking maybe we could find the formula that these coupons got us. Of course, they didn't have it. But we ended up in the store during this outage. It was nuts. I guess it was Friday, so maybe people do their yeah, they shopping were definitely on Friday. More relaxed. But it was 8.30 on a Friday morning. The system had only been down for four hours. We're on the East Coast, so it hadn't even been that long. But nobody really knew what was happening. Yeah. And people were starting to get loud and kind of cranky and you're, you're right i hadn't noticed that i hadn't no, i've never heard people yelling in a grocery store before but i like kind of tried to calm down that lady across the aisle from oh, us oh yeah right and yeah. her take your kid was freaking out you're right we were the first ones basically yeah. on the continent to yeah. experience this i, it was I didn't weird. even think of that at the and time and so if you end up in a grocery store and you think if I knew this was my last trip, what would I grab? I feel like that's a really good lens to look at. Yeah. What should I be putting my money to and make good decisions about? So, I mean, for us, we're already very well stocked up and we're already pretty self-reliant in food and, you know, protein, especially in vegetables and fruit, obviously. And it's pretty easy to stock up on say carbs and sugar and flour and oil like it doesn't take a whole lot if takes, you're not it takes some planning it takes some planning and you have to look at those things mm -hmm. but for us at that point i said i guess i would get some more laundry detergent and we should probably get some meat yeah like that's where we were at but asking yourself that question i think is really helpful because it kind of brings to light what are you really short on and what do you not have a backup of the other thing that I thought would be kind of helpful, the other sort of thought experiment to go through is if you've downloaded our uh, Excel spreadsheet and little tutorial off our site, it's um, the food storage calculator. I think it's on the front page. It's also in our store. It's $2. And it only took me a few hundred hours to figure out all the pivot tables and stuff. So I feel like it might be worth $2. It will give you your shopping list, and if there are things that are in red, that means you need them ASAP. Yeah. And if they're in orange, then you have a little bit of them, and if they're in green, then it's not such a big deal. And I feel like that can really let you know what things do you use the most of? What things should you store more of? And you can start looking at that more pragmatically instead of just panic buying chocolate chips, <laughs> which... I love chocolate chips, but... But they're not made from chocolate anymore, so just also settle that, down. And you can live without them if you had to. <laughs> <You do. laughs> um, I want to encourage you to take large, smart actions over the next week or two. If you knew you were going to lose your job in a month, you wouldn't take measures as though you thought you might take a $1 an hour paycheck hit. You take big, drastic measures. Yeah. Now is not the time to just like stop getting your Starbucks in the morning and cut out Netflix. It's time to make some big action. Now is the time to hoard flour like you're starting a bakery. Yeah. You're not going to the grocery store unless it's to get basics. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a pantry, 
that looks like Costco, you're probably not going to go on vacation this month. <laughs> it's just my opinion. It's your life. But it's a wise... But don't come to my house when you're opinion. out of flower. <laughs> we want you to focus on storing dollars in food and household supplies that you're going to use and need in the future because it's never going to be as cheap as it is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, until after the crash, but yeah. that's a different that's podcast. That's only because there will be less of us. Yeah. Cereal grains mm-hmm. and protein. And let's be honest, if you if you want to talk about the, the, the purpose, the point to everything, mm-hmm. those who survive... Mm. Frankly, you deserve to survive because you to you're going to have to do. Future. You're going to have to do some serious stuff. Mm. You're going to have to commit. Yeah. If you're not up for it, just you know, keep going the way you're going. <laughs> just keep on doing. Don't the knock thing. on my when it comes to it. Um, the market is currently flooded with protein. It is actually. It is not because there is no shortage. It is because producers. And ranches are getting rid of cattle that they cannot afford to feed. They're killing the cows and yeah. selling them. Earlier than they should have. Earlier than they planned to. Because of fuel and fertilizer and food costs. And so if you can store some protein now, you won't be eating bugs in November. Mm. I would like to encourage you to make drastic lifestyle changes to save large amounts of money to counteract disinflation on the budget categories that you can't control like the gas that you need to go to work or your like bare necessities that you can't produce yourself I have some ideas first would be entertainment obviously online subscriptions mm-hmm. that you don't nobody really needs no there's so much woke crap out there it's not worth watching anyway just watch a dvd that you know oh. isn't garbage go go find a vince vaughn dvd <laughs> but that's how old we are vacations obviously mm-hmm. where are you gonna go with kids now <laughs> disneyland all the fun is gone now and it's gone it's gone. You're going to be like a bunch of mask wearers. The transvestites suck the fun out of everything. Thank yeah. you for that's, being that's gross ironic, now. That's ironic because it looked like they were fun people. Yeah, that's their <laughs> mask. They're dried up zombies. Anyway, activities. Go on drives. Yeah. Right? We used to go on drives. It's Just to, to burn gas? What was that about? Well, it was to get out of the house when we lived in the tiny little cottage. Yeah. So get it prepared. Make a house that you want to stay in and stop. Like, just don't leave. Yeah. Get out in the yard. Garden. But think of the things that you're leaving your house for and just yeah. put them in your house. Exactly. Electricity. Big one. We are off-grid people. Yeah. The power company is a big problem. It is. And every single month, your bill costs more. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Not pay it? Remember the AC-DC current war? <laughs> few people understand the intricacies I, of? I'm not that old. I wasn't alive for that. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> well, I was. Just so everybody knows, the wrong people won. Yes. And the grid is horribly inefficient. Okay. Clothing. Cut back you don't to the need basics. Any, you don't need clothes. You need some kind of clothing. Chances are you've got it in your closet. If it's summer, t-shirt and shorts. If it's winter, bundle up. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be a fashion choice. A second vehicle. Only if you need to drive. Now, we are both driving to work in separate directions at separate times. Yep. Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. No, this this but does at that exist point, for people. I would do the numbers Some because people have, we have done that. Yeah. Separate directions, separate jobs, separate careers, and when you hire the childcare and the clothing, the gas, and the exhaustion at the end of the day, so you order a pizza, was it worthwhile? Was I'm it not worthwhile? so sure. No. Probably. You would have to make a lot of money. A lot, a lot of money. Finally, take that money and buy food. Yeah. Get some, get some beef cuts. Find some chickens. Fill some These are the basics. Flour and oats. Flour and oats. You can Rice make amazing. Well, I can't. I can't make amazing things with <laughs> flour. But our I'll daughter can. You can. Yeah. There's a science to it. If but you had to, our son makes really good pizza dough. He does. Yeah. yeah. He's very methodical about it. <laughs> he's he's a smooth customer. He just <laughs> he just does the job. But that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Simplify. So trim now and get used to it. Yeah. Or you're going to be forced to trim later. And it's like uh, going on a diet. You choose to go on a diet. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going on a diet. This is empowering. And well, yes. Yeah, it it's is empowering. But it's, yes. but it's like if when you're prepared for it. Yeah. And then the hunger hits, you're like, no, I chose to go on this. I'm going to power through. When the hunger hits and you're not prepared, yeah, you're being forced you're, to die. It's and not that's a good a totally scenario. Different animal. You want to talk about seeds? Yeah, you have to store you're, seeds. You're the expert on seeds. I try to store two years worth of seeds. You cannot store alliums. That's about the only thing. Yep, garlic and onions. Yeah, leeks, chives. Mm -hmm. They don't store. You can't get them on sale in the fall and expect to plant them in the spring because no. those are last year's seeds. Yeah, they're next year's crop. That's the only thing you can't store. Other than that, I try to keep two years worth on hand at all times. For a family our size, if you want a rough estimate, that's one five-gallon pail worth of seeds. Well, if my five-gallon pail is less than half full by now july i start freaking out a little bit and you should we've been through it yeah you're gonna get bad seeds more than you think yeah from professional garden from suppliers many many places and honestly no fault of their own even if they give you a refund that doesn't give you back that year's harvest yeah yeah so you have to have from many different places multiple options the next thing that I want to talk about is fuel. Mm -hmm. Fuel's tricky, even for us. Um, we, we have did. an Instagram reel today yep. about fuel storage. Yeah. We try and just buy it when it's not insanely expensive. Now, we did the reel, and if anybody watched it, you'll notice there's only a dozen jerry cans, yeah. gas cans, and, fi and or five, five or six, or six tanks, tanks of propane. Yeah. We also have two propane tanks in the house and another can in the generator shed behind. But still. That's a very small amount of fuel for a year, mm -hmm. but we do make it work Yeah. because we have a large solar array, a good battery system, and we're very efficient with our power usage. Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting there burning propane canning all summer no. long. No, no. We'll we do it on the wood stove. We make very wise decisions with our fuel. And there are many levels of those choices. And the whole point of our episode and message here is learn these things ahead of time because we we didn't. We yeah. were very busy. We stumbled into all of this. And we only learned it from experience. And really, at the end of the day, there was only really one way to do most things. Yeah. The right way. Yeah. And 
everything you get learn online, most of it is the wrong way. Because they're doing it as a hobby. Yeah. No, no. Because it's a cute reel. Yeah. There are a lot of good posters, but there's also a lot... There's more bad posts. Yeah. Frankly. Um, livestock feed. This one is tricky. It's hard to store the amount that you need. Yeah. It depends I on the think type. It, it, you'd be wise to get rid of any animal that's not cutting its weight. Oh, yeah. Chickens do that all the time. And goats. Every goats once were in terrible. a while, there's at least often poultry and, yeah, a lot of time goats. It's just this animal not either needs to get sold or eaten. There's some kind of balance that I've noticed with the animals we had between, like, if you let them free range, mm -hmm. so to speak, suddenly they have a, a newfound sense of independence. And they stop producing. Yeah. But if you imprison them too much, also they, they stop, stop producing. producing. <laughs> so it's a tricky balance. They need to yeah. feel free, but yet, you know, understand that they're they're stuck and they gotta yeah. just do the job. Yeah. And that is very tricky. And, and I some think animals, they're just like people. Some of them are just useless and they belong in the stew pot. And there's a lot of people getting rid of a lot of livestock right now. And there's a lot of hobbyists who still have money. So if you're going to sell things, you sell them now, not in October. Because, frankly, I don't think people are going to have the money to buy them in October. That's an interesting statement. That's a really bold statement. Ooh, you can you can take that to the bank. <laughs> for all of the good it'll do you. <laughs> Alright, we better wrap this up. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And if you think that this episode might be useful or somebody you, you know, we would really love it if you would share it with them. That'd be super helpful. Do you want to leave us with the quote of the day? Absolutely. The first panacea for a mismanaged nation is inflation of the currency. The second is war. Both bring a temporary prosperity. Both bring a permanent ruin. But both are the refuge of political and economic opportunists. That's from Ernest Hemingway. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a nice night.